0: Hey, good morning. This is Richard Hsu, host of Shoe Untied. And this morning, I'm very pleased and honored to have with me as my guest, Louis LaHoe, who's a partner at Foley & Lardner. Louis, welcome to the program.
1: Well, Richard, thank you for having me. I appreciate you.
0: (laughs) Well, Louis, I've known you for a long time, um, and I know you've been in the Valley your entire career. Tell me a little bit about your practice and the range and the kinds of things you do, because I know you touch on a lot of different things.
1: Oh, thank you, Richard. Um, Well, I have to correct you. I started my career uh, on Wall Street at Sherman and Sterling, where I think you had a stop Yes. Along the way, yes. and uh, I began my career as, as a securities lawyer, and spent five years uh, at, with Sherman and Sterling, going around uh, their European offices. I was a few years in London and then Paris, and then, um, as is a theme in my career, I, I, I wanted to come back to Silicon Valley, where I, as you note, know I am from. In 2005, and and so I, I started over, uh, and came back uh, in 2005 to join the local Silicon Valley office of. Uh, Simpson Thatcher, and there I had uh, I, I retooled as a, as an m a lawyer. Uh, and then in the uh, in, in the Great Recession, uh, I had the great idea of, of helping start a new office uh, as a not even forty year old uh, lawyer uh, and joined Shepherd Mullen. and I discovered that to be relevant to my neighbors and my community I, I needed to learn how to do startups. and uh, so I kind of moved from the third circle of of large, uh, uh, deal large company practice. Uh, and, and went full circle uh, back to the first circle uh, to learn a startup practice. And I had so much fun, uh, Richard, engaging with entrepreneurs at the time they need help the most, which is at mm. the beginning. Mm. And the big challenge of our practice when we when we help startups is that uh, founders don't have money at the beginning. And so you have to build a, a practice, a way of serving the clients that gives them the most amount of service at the least cost uh, when they need. A the most and then recover that, uh, over time.
0: Hmm. Well, so it sounds like you almost found your real calling working with startups. I mean, it seems like that really suits your DNA. Is it? was that what you would say?
1: Um, I, I think it's the most fun that I have in my day-to-day practice is the, is the random problems, uh, many of which have similar themes, but they're always, there's always a new twist, uh, every day. Uh, With the problems that arise uh, in startup practice from, you know, and and for the last two years, that's been uh, really centered around working in a distributed basis uh, remotely and and doing things that we've always done remotely or or solving problems uh, that we always did in person remotely.
0: Well, it also seems like you really uh, look at a wide range of technologies. I mean, tell me a little bit about that, because, I mean, it looks like you it doing crypto to NFTs. I mean, you're, I'm sure you're doing stuff in the metaverse. Give me a little feel for the range of the technology companies you work with. It,
1: you know, it, it just stems from intellectual curiosity, Richard. I, I don't uh, have any special expertise in in uh, a technical area like natural language processing, which which. Powers AI. Um, I am certainly not a, uh, 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 a scientist that is working on molecules, but you know how can you not be fascinated by uh, what Emmanuel and Jennifer Doudna uh, created with CRISPR? Um, and so I, I really uh, follow my my entrepreneurs, and and they uh, tend to follow new business ideas, Richard, wherever they go. And, and I go with them and I have so much fun uh, doing it.
0: Hmm. Well, one of the things that I've observed, <clears throat> I know, I know you put out a lot of very interesting things on social media. <clears throat> I use that word cautiously. Um, but one of the things I've observed is, is that you seem like you really enjoy doing what you do uh, as opposed to just, you know, putting it out there for the sake of getting new clients. Uh, tell me a little bit about that and, and the kinds of things you're trying to, the messages you're trying to, trying to deliver.
1: Yeah, th- thanks, Richard. I, I've always been a people person, and so I enjoy connecting with people. And at the outset of the pandemic, uh, we couldn't do uh, face-to-face in person in the ways that we used to do. So I couldn't you know, go to a, a conference or an event where there might be 100 people, some of which I already knew and some of which I wanted to meet. And and so to connect with people, you really had to go digital, and we really had to rethink the way we presented ourselves to the world. And uh, you know, I, I point to this uh, virtual background behind me. Uh, do you do you know? Do you want what? How do what, what's the image that I want to present of, of myself and and my practice and my team? And um, you know, what are the ideas that we want to be putting out? And where do I have some credibility? What where do I have some voice to add? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, there just got to be so much noise. There were webinars everywhere and every day. um, You might have three at the same slot Uh, or, you know, you had the same people saying the same things over and over again on their on their posts. So I really try and have a voice, Richard, of, of, you know, what's important to startups, what's what's important to early stage investors, uh, how do how do they move along the path from garage to global as I like to call uh, the life of a startup and I um you know I try and think of new ways uh to do that uh every day and and as we go back to the office uh hopefully uh, more and more now that we're in 2022 uh in the springtime I'm I'm hoping that you know we're going to keep that edge and we're going to continue to to evolve it in in new ways mm-hmm. well, but, what is... but rich richard i spend every day uh, probably about a, a half an hour every morning uh setting up you know what's happening in the world and what mm-hmm. do i want to say and i i mm-hmm. I try and build habits uh, so that I can I can connect with people and I can be better uh, every day. So one of my habits is spend thirty minutes. And what do you want to tell the world today? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, tell me what is the message you said. You know, you want to. What is the message you're trying to give to your founders, or your clients, or the people out there? I mean, how would you how would you characterize that?
1: Well, i, I want to be, I want to be a sherpa for them as they as they go along the path, and I want to help them. And it's hard, Richard, when you've got uh, probably ver- very little funding. Uh, you're operating on a shoestring. You may not be taking a salary, and you're surrounded by doubters. You know, people saying, "Oh, well," you know, pointing out all the ways that the glass of water in front of you is not full. Um, and you know, I have a I have a bottle of water. I'm not sure if you can see it here, but you know, I, I think it's full. Uh, but some people will say will point to the part of that glass that's empty, and and uh, I I think that it's really important to be optimistic, uh, positive, and and creative. Um, so those are those are three. Um, uh, themes behind the messages that I try and post, and and when I start a message and I'm not optimistic or positive or creative, I, I pull it back and I say, okay, how can I how can I change my tone? Because nobody wants to hear another negative Nancy or uh, Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how can I how can I be optimistic? Um, what's the bright side? Um, so and I and I and I think that that's an energy I try and bring to every meeting I have. Uh, and I hope that I'm bringing to you this morning.
0: Totally. Well, are you just a naturally optimistic person? How do you keep optimistic about things, your practice, life, etc.? cetera?
1: Um, we're surrounded by so much challenge, so much risk. And we as lawyers are engaged uh, by clients who, who really, really need help, Richard. Mm-hmm. And they're entrusting us with their the life and death problems of their businesses and really themselves, mm-hmm. and and so for me to to aspire to to walk in their shoes, I got to be optimistic. Um, I mean that's that's table stakes, and I got to be positive. Um, that doesn't mean I, I should be delusional or have you know rose tinted glasses, but I, I've got to I've got to also focus on how that glass has water in it.
0: But that's kind of, but that that's your natural view of the world, right? I mean, you're not acting, you're not faking this, right? That is your natural view of the world, isn't it?
1: well you know i'm i'm uh I, i'm not always uh optimistic and and uh i'm probably my own worst critic and uh i've been through my own bumps in the road along the the journey richard and and struggled mm-hmm. um but uh had i let those negative feelings uh bring me down they would have kept me down mm-hmm. and had i not uh, infused myself with with optimism i would have stayed down mm-hmm. and so uh, i think um optimism and positivity are are really critical um things that 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 we can do with with everything that we do every day mm-hmm. um and so you know that can be you know what what sort of what you put in your diet um that can be how much sleep you have uh, these are all kind of life hacks that that i've been focusing on in the last uh couple of years and uh it's a work in progress richard
0: well, tell me a little bit about some of the I mean, are you working on any interesting particular projects right now or any particular you know clients or deals that are, that are, that are public that you can talk about anything that's, that's particularly interesting right at the moment?
1: Um, well, thank you for asking, Richard. And I, I don't like to um, uh, brag about my clients without their permission. So I, I'll, I'll talk about themes. Sure. And, and um, you know, 2021, we obviously saw uh, an amazing infusion of, of equity into the venture markets, particularly in Silicon Valley. And, and as we saw, um, a lot of people relocate and, and make um, what I think hopefully are, are good decisions about their, their work-life balance. Uh, a lot of people left Silicon Valley. Um, but, you know, Richard, we, a lot of people didn't write about all the people that came. And all the deals that happened. And it was uh, a, an amazing, amazing year. Uh, twice the amount of investment that came into Silicon Valley and into the global venture markets as ever before. And, and Silicon Valley continued to maintain its its share of that investment uh, in compared to, to, to other regions. And so I sit about a half a mile south of Stanford campus uh, in Palo Alto. Uh, that's where my office is, that's where, I, where my home is.
0: What's your outlook on the return to office, return to work pandemic ending? I mean, do you see everybody just getting back together in person or we're gonna continue this digital connect meeting? What, what, what What's your take on that? Oh, what a fun
1: conversation. Um, R- Richard, uh, I-, I work with uh, a lot of different entrepreneurs and and while my practice is, is principally in Silicon Valley, I have clients all over the country and all over the world. And this is a, a favorite topic uh, for, for lots of us. Um, you know, I think that there are a lot of, a lot of companies that have decided they don't want an office, uh, Mm. that, Mm. that they would rather spend that money getting together, having experiences that are immersive and rich and, and meaningful, um, having, you know, paying people to travel to a specific destination and, and team building. Um, and I, and I've, I've, talk to a lot of companies and, and 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 some of my partners in my own firm about uh, what is the way that we're going to be most effective for our customers or clients uh, going forward, and is it going to be on a remote basis, or is it going to be back to the office? And so, um, for me, I really enjoy being in the office. I enjoy face-to-face contact. I, I you know, there are introverts and extroverts. I'm clearly an extrovert, uh, and I'm good with that. And and uh, I I I get energy from the energy of other people. So I'd like to see people getting together more frequently. Um, I I don't know that we'll ever get back to 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, Richard. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as a result, uh, with the choices we have with our time now, uh, and that it's become socially acceptable to work remotely on a permanent basis, uh, you know, we've got to figure out ways to attract people back to the office. You know, what's the reason? Mm -hmm. Why do you still pay for that lease of of all that space? You know, I have a lot of clients locked into long term leases and they're trying to think about, you know, do I keep it? Do I sublet it? Do I chop it in half? And and I hope that in the legal profession, Richard, it's going to lead to a rethinking of the office where people don't go into a room and close the door uh, and be by themselves. Uh, but where they'll really reconsider the the office 360 concept, where where they're sitting together, uh, perhaps with soundproof phone booths mm-hmm. and, and lots of conference rooms, but really kind of redesigning the face. I, I also think that we that that people that are going back to the office need to redesign the reason that people are coming in, and it's it's not just to do I think a face to face meeting because we can do this on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I think it's going to be about um, providing, you know, not snacks, but, you know, lifestyle uh, uh, food and beverages that, that improve the, the quality of life. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, whether you have a gym nearby or you, you have uh, gym activities uh, or, or yoga classes or um, those sorts of things, whether you have the, the facilities to support that if people need to take a shower, um, whether you have a kitchen to make those foods we talked about, whether you have um, a ping table uh is is kind of an iconic uh uh uh, furniture item for many startups and i I think they're going to get a lot of use uh when people do come back uh into the office um so uh i i do think there's a place for it i think we're going to start to see it now in silicon valley as we record this uh we're we're late winter early spring uh of 22 and and um so far, I, I think that we're, we're thinking in the next month or two that we'll, we'll start to see uh, uh, some momentum pick up to the people coming back
0: into the office. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a really good point. I actually agree with that. What do you think about in terms of uh, like a lawyer's interaction with clients? Do you think they're going to want to start seeing you in person or you're going to want to see them in person? Or that can be done largely by Zoom or remote?
1: Um I think it's always been the case that uh, clients would like to see their lawyers in person, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I I I think that um, there's there's a huge pent up demand for that, and so I expect that that uh, I will need to to set aside. Uh, blocks of time to to try and do face to face meetings in in some uh, way that's efficient. So, you know, one of the, the many social mores that's changed is, you know, you, you used to uh, you know schedule a meeting in a certain place, and uh, you would let's say it's at ten o'clock, and uh, you wouldn't necessarily need to block from nine thirty for travel time, uh, and you wouldn't need to block travel time back. Uh, but, but nowadays with this what I call high resolution schedule where you know, your, your calendar is now published at Calendly.com uh, and every 15 minute increment is, is, is taken by uh, some internal or external customer or client, you know, you've really got to be um, thoughtful about how you plan your day. And, and so I, I've been thinking about you know, how do I do that? Uh, because I think part of getting to know clients is going to see them where they are. Uh, And and some of uh, providing the comfort and cover and support that they need is receiving them in a place that's that's um, very comfortable, like this background around me uh, and uh, where it feels uh, like you can have a private conversation.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Louis, this is a wonderful conversation. I always enjoy speaking with you. And I really I know you've got a super busy schedule. I really appreciate your taking the time. Thank you, Richard. This is Richard Shue and Louis LaHoe. Thanks.